Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. Uh, looking back at Friday night, US equity markets rallied to cap a strong week that saw investors weigh a host of key corporate earnings releases and key economic data. And as investors, eye another busy week ahead on the US corporate uh, earnings calendar, along with some key global central bank interest rate decisions. Dow Edge 29 basis, uh, 29 points or 0.1% higher to book a sixth consecutive session of gains, longest winning streak since late October last year. Broader S&P 500 rising a quarter of 1% to just over 4,070, highest settlement since the 2nd of December last year. Consumer discretionary sector gaining 2.3% to be the leading primary sector performer last Friday, underpinned by the latest double-digit percentage rally for Tesla, which was up 11%. Uh, the EV manufacturer Lucid Group also spiked 43%. That was amid rumours that Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund uh, intended to take the company private. Energy down 2%, the worst performing primary sector last Friday, but still sits 4.2% higher year-to-date. Hasbro tumbled 8.1%, Toymaker warning of weak holiday quarter results and said it would cut uh, 1,000 jobs or about 15% um, of its workforce. NASDAQ gained uh, almost 1% on Friday to 11,622, uh, highest close since the 14th of September last year. Intel Corp, however, was down 6.4% following the chipmaker's fourth quarter result released after the closing bell of the previous session that fell short of consensus analyst expectations, as did the accompanying outlook. Small cap Russell 2000 index uh, rising 0.4%. Uh, that index up almost 7% uh, month to date. Uh, for the week, Dow was up 1.8%. S&P 500 uh, gained 2.5%. Tesla recorded its best weekly rise since May 2013, up over 44%. That rebound follows a six-month period in which Tesla shares uh, had declined over 40%. Um, Tesla remains the second most uh, shorted uh, stock in US markets behind only uh, Apple Inc. NASDAQ logged its fourth consecutive weekly rise, jumping 4.3%. On the US corporate earnings calendar on Friday night, American Express Corp rallying uh, 10.5%, stock's best single-day performance since the 9th of November 2020. Company reporting uh, EPS that came up short of consensus analyst expectations for the fourth quarter, but delivered an upbeat uh, earnings outlook for the full year ahead and boosted its dividend by 15%. Um, some interesting comments uh, from the uh, company's CFO saying the outlook is above where we thought we would have been a year ago, uh, adding that the dividend hike demonstrates confidence in the company's guidance. Uh, the company's CFO also saying uh, strong spending patterns in the US and elsewhere, including in places you might not expect, like Europe. Uh, while American Express expected some uptrend in write-off and delinquency rates as the impact of pandemic-era stimulus benefits subsided, CFO said that the metrics have trended up more slowly than he expected. Uh, these credit metrics are still below pre-pandemic levels, and the company doesn't expect them to get back to pre-pandemic levels during 2023. Elsewhere, Chevron Corp down 4.4%. Oil and gas giants' fourth quarter adjusted EPS uh, fell well short of uh, consensus expectations, $4.09 versus uh, consensus for $4.33. Finally, Colgate Palmolive dropping 5.2%, despite exceeding consensus analyst forecasts on the top and bottom line for the fourth quarter, but overshadowed by an outlook for organic growth to revert to a long-term target after surging in 2022. About 29% of the S&P 500 have already reported their latest quarterly earnings. 69% of those companies have posted positive EPS surprises, and 60% have posted positive revenue surprises. That's according to FactSet. Earnings on track to decline 5% year on year. That would mark the worst uh, season since the third quarter of 2020. Um, guidance is skewing negative. 17 S&P 500 companies are uh, issuing negative surprises for the first, the first quarter EPS guidance compared to just two positive uh, surprises. 
As I mentioned, another very big week ahead on the US corporate earnings calendar, about 100 S&P 500 companies are scheduled to release quarterly results, including Whirlpool and NXP Semiconductors uh, tonight, as followed by Advanced Micro Devices, Caterpillar, ExxonMobil, General Motors, Marathon, McDonald's, Pfizer, Spotify and UPS on Tuesday. Uh, Meta Flat Platforms and T-Mobile and Waste Management releasing fourth quarter results uh, on Wednesday night. Then you've got three of the four largest US companies by market value, namely Alphabet, Amazon and Apple, all releasing results after the close on Thursday night, uh, along with Bristol Myers, Squibb, ConocoPhillips, Eli Lilly, Merck, Qualcomm and Starbucks. The US economic data front last Friday night, uh, consumer spending down 0.2% in December, uh, while personal income was up 0.2%. Focus was on the core personal consumption expenditures price index, which is the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. It rose 0.3% in December, uh, in line with economists' uh, forecasts. The increase in the core PCE price index in the past 12 months decelerated to 4.4% from 4.7%. That's the lowest level in 14 uh, months, so more positive news on the inflation front. Pending home sales up 2.5% in December, according to a separate report. That was against economists' forecast for a 1% decline and snapped a uh, six-month losing streak. Uh, compared with a year earlier, pending home sales down 33.8%. Uh, and finally, a final reading of the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index improved in late January to 64.9, up from an initial reading of 64.6. European bourses settling with modest gains uh, last Friday night. Gains for the automotive sector up 1.1%, offset by a 0.6% decline for both the mining and food and beverage sectors. That left the pan-European stock 600 index 0.3% uh, uh, higher. Germany's DAX edging 0.1% higher, France's CAC uh, up 0.02%. Number of notable uh, releases in Europe this week uh, as well. Philips uh, tonight with their fourth quarter result. Then you've got uh, Swiss investment bank UBS with its fourth quarter results, <coughs> excuse me, on Tuesday night. Uh, investment banking peer Deutsche Bank on uh, Thursday night and Ferrari. London's FTSE 100 up 1.1% on Friday. Sainsbury PLC rallying 5.5%. Uh, that was after retail group Bestway announced it had built up a 3.5% stake in the British supermarket major. Uh, also, a number of interesting uh, releases on the UK corporate calendar this, calendar this week, including budget uh, carrier Ryanair uh, tonight. Pharmaceutical maker GS, uh, major, I should say, GSK, uh, with its fourth quarter result on Wednesday night. Glencore releasing a full year production report on the same night. And Virgin Money, Vodafone, and Entain all providing quarterly updates. And then Anglo American, BT Group, and Shell all posting fourth quarter results on uh, Thursday. Base metals were weaker across the board uh, on Friday. Copper losing 0.7% to be trading uh, just over $4.20 a pound, down 0.7% for the week. Nickel down 1.8%, aluminium with a half a percent decline, and zinc down uh, 2.1%. Chinese equity markets, of course, reopening today, having been closed all of last week for the Lunar New Year holiday. Benchmark spot iron ore added 0.7% on Friday uh, to be trading at $127.37 a metric tonne and up 0.6% on the week. Gold slipped 60 cents to $1,929.40 an ounce. That was after it traded at a nine-month high earlier last week. Still logged its uh, sixth consecutive weekly rise, which is the longest uh, streak of weekly gains uh, since August 2020. Oil prices declining on Friday ahead of a meeting of uh, OPEC's Joint Ministerial Monitoring Committee uh, next week, on the first, or this week, I should say, on the 1st of February. And also the European Union's ban on imports of Russian oil products uh, kicks in on the 5th of February. WTI was down $1.33 at 79.68 a barrel, uh, down 2.4% for the week. Brent down 81 cents uh, to 86.66 a barrel, extending the weekly decline to 1.1%. Uh, 
10-year Treasury yields adding uh, almost three basis points to 3.52%. Two-year note yield rising three basis points uh, to 4.21%. As I said, it's quite a defining week uh, for equity markets this week. Apart from all those corporate earnings releases, you've got interest rate decisions from the Brazilian Central Bank on Wednesday night, the Fed on Thursday morning our time, and the Bank of England and European Central Bank on uh, Thursday night. Aussie dollar buying a tick over 71 uh, US cents. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.